I'll um, go to the casino and, and try and triple it. DigitalMarketingRadio.com The Big Interview with David Bain What are some lean yet effective SEO tips for small businesses? Are keywords still relevant? And what are some ways to maximise SEO on a WordPress site? Those are just three of the questions that I intend to ask my special guest today, David Bobbis. David, welcome to DMR. Hi, David. How are you going? Yeah, very good, thanks. Um, and um, I'm sure you're great yourself there in sunny Brisbane. Yes, definitely. It's a little bit hot, but it's definitely bearable. <laughs> I welcome the heat. Yeah. I, I, I won't pity you being too hot here and being in cold, <laughs> cold London November weather, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's what we choose, so um, we can't complain. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely worth Opposite sides of the world. Absolutely. You know, what's well, great to be able to communicate like this um, on Skype, of course. So, um, well, just a, a brief um, overview of yourself. Dave, David's um, an award-winning author, and he's also a part-time writer for New No Cure magazine. Um, he spends most of his time as search and communications director of digital agency based in Brisbane called Studio Culture. So, David, for those completely fresh to SEO... It's very easy to be confused by all the information out there. What's the first thing businesses should actually think of investing in? Well, when it comes to SEO, I think the first thing people should really invest in is, isn't exactly SEO. I think the first thing they should really invest in is the quality of their product or the services they offer. Um, if you think about it, so a lot of people are under this mindset that as long as you're online, you can make money. The problem is if, you, if you're online and, and if you implement every single SEO technique to, to sell a product, sure, you will make money in the short term. But if the quality of your product, if the quality of your service isn't up to par, if it doesn't satisfy or entertain uh, your c- customer, you'll, you'll quickly, very quickly online get negative reviews. You'll, you'll lose your reputation and eventually you'll stop selling. And, and that's, that's very negative to SEO because people will stop searching for whatever you have to offer. And if they do search for whatever you have to offer, all they'll see are negative reviews. So I think it's very important that you spend a good amount of time making sure that your product or your service is actually market worthy. That's that's a great piece of advice, actually, because so many businesses just um, think, well, I need to be successful online. Um, let's try and build a great website and try and optimize it and they don't even think about their their core business model and what they're offering. And um the, I, I love the fact that um, um, SEO is now more about um, conventional business uh, techniques and, and traditional marketing methods, really, because it, it makes it more appealing and it, it makes it more of a long-term business model as well. Yes, exactly. Like if, you think, if you think about all the, the recent changes in algorithms to Google, what they're really trying to do is, is make search results better for the customer. They want the customer's to find the better products and the services, they don't. They don't want the customers to find the dodgy website that sells know, packages to help you make hundred dollars a day with Google Ads or, or whatever it is you're trying to sell. So yeah, definitely, um, what they're trying to do is push people to create better businesses and more be- better products. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, so um, obviously, SEO has been around for quite a while now, and um, there are some techniques that, that they used to be used that um, are no longer valid but I guess there are also some um, techniques that um, are still fairly appropriate um, as long as if they're done 
diligently and um, augment um, other good marketing practices. Um, so what about something like keywords? Um, are keywords still fairly relevant for most businesses to focus on? There, there is uh, one school's thought that's going on that, that that's saying that keyword research is no longer important. And that because, because, as we just mentioned, as Google's putting more emphasis on the quality of the product and the quality of the website and what you have to offer, that keyword keywords itself um, are no longer relevant. Just a little bit of background. And for, for those who don't know what keyword research is, it's basically um, it's a method people used back in the day. Um, for instance, um, all you had to do was put a few keywords on your website, such as, uh, for, for instance, London accountant. <laughs> and if you put it into your meta tag, um, it will assume that Google will find your website and you'll be number one. But nowadays, it's no longer... It's, it's no longer those keywords that will, that will rank you. It's, it's over 200 different factors. But still, even if it isn't, even if just putting those keywords in your website won't exactly rank you, they still will help. It, it gives you a good gauge of what the market is looking for exactly. For instance, um, we recently have the client. Um, I'll just give an example. For, for, for example, like let's say you're trying to sell green fur coats. You have the most amazing green fur coats in the world. But if you do some keyword research and uh, find that no one in the market is actually looking for green fur, fur coats, then you, you're at a huge disadvantage already. But if you do some more keyword research and find that people are searching for environmentally friendly made green uh, fur coats, then you can tailor the copy in your product descriptions to say that they're environmentally friendly. And that can definitely help with your um, search engine results. Ah, right, okay. I, I was picturing in my mind the colour green for fur coats. That's a strange example, but... Uh, green, it's a strange green. example. I, mean, I just pulled something out of the top of my head. I didn't <laughs> want to disclose too much information on my clients, but um, oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that, that, that makes sense. That, that's great and absolutely makes sense. And uh, um, There are some traditional areas that are recommended within your web pages to include keyword phrases, um, areas obviously like page titles and headings. Um, do you think it's still absolutely essential to research appropriate keyword phrases for each page to include in places like that? I think it is important. It's... it's um... I think a lot of people are saying it isn't, but I think there is still importance to it, and and um, and the evidence is still there that with websites we rank for, we do for every single product, we we do particular keyword research for those products, and we specify each page according to that research, and and they, those pages still rank. However, the keywords still have to make sense. For for instance, if your keyword is, um, um, for example, um, London electrician. You can't just cram your website with the words London electrician. You can you can put it more into context. For example, uh, one page will be about your electrician services and how you service London. You you don't have to put those two words in exact order, if that makes any sense. Mm. It's it's more of a contextual process to keywords. And it's 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 about writing naturally as well now, of course. Um, because yes, definitely. It, maybe seven, eight, nine years ago or so, you could get away with. Um, uh, repeating the same phrases throughout your content and um, uh, focusing on a certain keyword density back then. But but now, as, I suppose, as long as if you mention your keyword phrase at least once um, in the appropriate places, like 
title, you know, perhaps meta description, heading. Um, it, it doesn't really have to be used too much after that because Google, um, as long as if they crawl your sites and um, they understand what your brand is about, will put things into context um, so they will know what kind of things that it should be aiming to rank your page for. Yep, exactly. That, that's correct. And if you think about it from a user's perspective as well, when they see a website that just re- repeatedly says London electrician, London electrician, London electrician, they'll know that it's it's not a very authentic website. It's not using natural language. So you definitely have to cater to what the users are, but at the same time, still insert words that to tell Google that that's what service you're offering. Okay, and what about a small business? Um, you know, knowing that it probably should be thinking a little bit more about SEO, um, hasn't done really anything at all in relation to SEO in the past. What are a few initial things that they should be focusing on just to really maximize the opportunity to begin with? Yep, definitely. The first thing you should do, uh, besides making sure that you have an exceptional product and exceptional service, the next thing you have to do is a keyword research. And this is a very... There's a free tool that's fantastic that a lot of SEOs use. is a, It's called Google, Google Keyword Planner. Mm. So what that does is helps you find how many people are searching for certain keywords every month within a specific location. With that tool, you're, you're able to compare exactly how many people are searching for, for example, green fur coats or electricians in London. And then you'll, be have, you'll also be able to obtain a rough gauge of how much competition you'll be facing when people search for those terms. So um, basically, one of my favorite free tools is called the Moz Toolbar. So it's this free um, extension you can add to either Mozilla Firefox or Google Chrome that lets you analyze Google search results. For, ex- for example, if I do a Google search for green fur, fur coats, I'll see a whole list of, of websites that offer green fur coats. And then from that list, that um, the Moz Toolbar will tell me how competitive each of those links are in that list. And if there's not much competition at all, then that means it's a keyword that I can definitely target in my page and website copy. So the, so those two tools are doing your keyword research and in, uh, with Google Keyword Planner, as well as installing the Moz Toolbar, they offer a really good head start. Um, on top of that, before you even have to invest in, in creating your own website, or a marketing campaign. There are so many free apps and websites out there that can help help instantly put your product into the market. For example, um, Facebook. Just having a Facebook page that that describes what you do and what you offer. Um, I've noticed that here in Australia anyway, when you do Google searches for particular products and services, sometimes a Facebook page would appear. And a lot of the competitors actually have, they don't even have websites yet, but they do have a Facebook page and it's helped them rank instantly because you're leveraging off the power of Facebook. There's also eBay. Um, if you sell products, why not start with eBay? It's instead of um, paying how many thousands of dollars for a website, or depending on the, your website strategy, of course, you can instantly just leverage off the power of eBay and start selling to people immediately. Also, um, eBay, if you notice sometimes when you search for certain products, they appear in Google search rankings right away, eBay products. And depending on where you are, where your location is, there, there are numerous, there are countless other web platforms out there where you can promote your products absolutely free. So that's one way you can instantly have an edge over the big corporations and the other websites who've already invested a lot into SEO. Mm. It's just about leveraging yeah. the, the authority of um, pre-existing domains, really. Yep, that's correct. 
and, and 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 what about though um building up your own site um you mentioned those tools obviously google keyword tra- uh, planner and the the moz tool um yep. but um a, a lot has been said in the past about doing off-site seo activities doing a little bit of link building in order to actually um hopefully drive a little bit more authority back to your own site um but obviously google frown upon link building and they're certainly looking to crack down on spammy link building techniques does that mean that yep. the the average um small business owner um shouldn't worry too much about building links to their website i think um I think link building is still well and truly alive and relevant. So Moz actually, um, uh, Rand Fishkin from Moz actually recently did a study on link building and found that link building is, is well and truly alive and it still works. It's just that a lot of people have, a lot of, um, a lot of people have used misused the idea of link building and have have, have found have tried to approach it in a in a quick and efficient method where they just pay people to to obtain links and and that's obviously a big no-no to google but getting authoritative links for example um if you lo- if you sponsor a local uh, sports team and ask them to say hey um these guys are the sponsors of um these guys who sell green fur coats they're fantastic guys they sponsor our sports team here's a link to their website that's a good quality link because if you're targeting the local area and then you get people going to that sports team. They'll see that link to your website. That's a plus. Plus, if it's from a relevant and uh, legitimate website, it's it's fine. And um, other websites, other links are, are completely fine. I think. Um, yeah, it's. Um, yeah, that's an interesting um, example, actually, um, if you are sponsoring a, a sports team, because that's traditionally yeah. offline marketing, but just a little bit yeah. of out-of-the-box thinking, uh, and you can utilize it for um, effective online marketing as well. And um, yeah. most most businesses will have a lot of existing relationships or existing marketing activities um, that if they just think a little bit about them they can uh, apply to SEO as well you know maybe there are members of chambers of commerces and perhaps if they give away um, some kind of special offer to them then the chamber of commerce will actually link back to them from their fairly authoritative website as well Um, maybe they've got other pre-existing sponsorships maybe they give talks at colleges or universities and maybe they can get a link from the college or university from that so um, it's just 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 thinking a little bit about um existing relationships really yep exactly that's the, that's a that's a great way of approaching links and there are other ways of approaching links too for example um, pr is be- online pr is becoming very relevant in terms of seo so going to journalists and telling them about your your client's story or your own business's story how example um your green Fur coats are revolutionizing the world. They're, they're made of recycled, I don't know, cardboard or, or something, and how they're very eco-friendly. That, that good, interesting stories can help journalists write about you and create de- positive PR as well as potentially positive link building towards your website because they'll be writing from relevant, very authoritative websites that Google doesn't frown upon. Great, yeah, great few ideas there. So, um, yeah. a lot of businesses, of course, um, are starting to use WordPress, um, a great yeah. open source um, CMS. Um, yeah. But um, what about SEO specifically for that? Um, are there any tips and techniques that are relevant um, just for that um, particular CMS? Yeah, definitely. There's a there's a, a range of uh, fantastic plugins you can use to instantly help you out with 
with uh, with your SEO. One, one tool is 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 called Yoast. It's well, there's two different types you can you can use. It's either Yoast or all-in-one SEO. Um, we're leaning more. We usually in our agency we lean a bit more towards Yoast, which is a fantastic tool. It lets you add title tags and meta tags to your website as well as create other Google-friendly practices. So and it's completely free, and all you have to do is go to the plugins part section of your WordPress site and search for it. Um, another tool we like to use is Smush It. Mm. So that what basically that does is it helps shrink your it, it pretty much helps cache your your larger files in your website. Generally a, a good rule for SEO is to have small small size images. If you have large images, for example, two or three megabytes or even more it generally makes the website load slower, which generally gives a, a worse uh, user experience and which, which um, with some studies have shown that um, can affect your ranking on Google. So Smash It is a good tool. Um, another one is, is uh, XML sitemaps. So what, what that does is helps create a sitemap for your website and it pretty much helps Google understand what pages are on your website a little bit easier. And that XML sitemap can then be uploaded to Webmaster Tools. Okay, well, let's segue into yeah. the second section of our discussion, and that focuses more on yeah. your thoughts on where digital marketing's been and where it's heading. Yeah. So, starting off with... Software I couldn't live without. What software do you currently use in your own business that if someone took away from you, it would significantly impact your marketing success? I would say Google Drive, mainly for, from a collaboration point of view. Google Drive has been fantastic for us. It's free, and... Um, We've been able to, the team and I have, we're, we're a team of eight, and we've been able to collaborate on all our documents simultaneously at the same time. Um, yeah, that I can definitely, that's a definitely important tool. Another tool is uh, Asana, which is a, which is a great um, collaborative um, planning program that helps us really schedule, project manage our, our, our timeline. I have got to try Asana because um, loads of people have been recommending that to me. So, that, so that's not a coincidence. Yeah, you should definitely try it out. It's a fantastic tool. <laughs> and um, one slightly more challenging question. What software yeah. don't you use uh, but you've heard good things about and you've intended to try at some point in the near future? A lot of people tend to talk about Basecamp. Um, we we played around with it, and the, and the interface just doesn't seem as user-friendly as, as Asana and as, and um, Asana, one of Asana's... Um, Kind of a plugin apps called Instagat, which which we, which was fantastic for us. So Basecamp is something we might delve into a bit more into the future. Um, yeah, that that's one one tool. Okay, that's great. Um, well, let's move on to the this or that round. So this is the quick response round. Ten quick questions. Yep. Try not to think about the answer too much. I'm just looking for your gut okay. reaction. Um, yep. So let's get going. Email or Twitter. Email. Audio or video? Audio. Affiliates or display advertising? Display advertising. Facebook or Google Plus? Facebook. Online press releases or one and one relations? One and one relations. Paid search or SEO? SEO. Email contact form or telephone number? Both. You're allowed one both if possible. <laughs> Website or app? Website. Social subscriber or email subscriber? Social subscriber. And local marketing or global marketing? Local marketing. Yeah! 
The $10,000 question. <laughs> if I was to give you $10,000 and you had to spend it over the next few days on a single thing to grow your business, what would you spend it on and how would you measure success? Oh, that would be very difficult. Um, $10,000. I would invest, will it just be, will I have a team or will it just be me? Um, if you want to build a team f- as part of the budget, um, then you can do that. Okay, do is an existing business, so I'm getting very very specific, or is it a business that's coming up because of that ten thousand dollars? Um, yeah, let's say it's an existing business. Um, so use any example you like. Okay, the first thing I would do is invest in in myself. I would I would take up a course in business and strategic business practices, assuming that I don't know much about the industry or this is my very first business and I really don't know where to go. So the first thing I would invest in is definitely myself, and um, I would I would take on a mentor or take up a, a course on business and finding out how to systemize and structure everything so that going forward everything will go smoothly. Oh, in theory, go smoothly. That's the first thing I would do. Okay. The next thing I would do is um, if the product is there, if the service is already there, I would go to market immediately. Maybe create a website and invest in a bit of marketing. Um, and then the rest of that tenth, uh, maybe if there's a thousand dollars left, I'll I'll um, go to the casino and, and try and triple it. <laughs> Just kidding. But, yeah. Okay. Um, now marketing is quite general. Um, what yeah. marketing activity do you think you would favor though? Um, depending on the product, for example, if I was doing green fur coats, I would invest a little bit in a website, but also on other platforms that that already that already have that power that I was talking about before, like eBay. I would put some money into that as well just to get my brand name out there and the reputation out there. Then I would obviously invest in business cards um, and, a lo- and, and the lot, and for example, logo design, um, marketing collateral to, to give, to attach to the coats once I start selling them so, so that encourages people to keep coming back and buying more. Okay. And um, what about um, for your agency at the moment? Um, what are the main metrics that you tend to keep an eye on on a weekly basis to measure how your marketing activities are performing? Um, depends on the client, really. Uh, we have some clients who are, who are industrial clients and they, they, their purchases take. They're, they require large investments from people. So what we measure for them is how many times people return to look at their website, for example, because, for example, um, we have a client in the energy industry and and if someone was to invest in them it would take a lot of research and a lot of coming back it's not a fast-moving consumer good so we would measure how many how often people come back to the website to re-look at the products and do research after they do their own research we look at how people are engaging on the social media page we would look at um, how many inquiries they're receiving and how many, what people are clicking on on the website. Uh, for, for instance, we use um, this tool called Crazy Eggs, which, which creates a heat map on exactly where people are clicking and how they're scrolling through the website. So that, that's something we measure quite frequently. Um, obviously, there's also the return on the investment, how much money they're making back from investing in us. So that's a huge, um, that's a huge measurement we, we have. But... Obviously, it all depends on the client and what their needs are, what they need reporting on. My number one takeaway. Well, David, you offered a lot of great advice in our conversation, but what's the number one takeaway? What's the single most important step that our listeners need to take away and implement in their own businesses? Yep. So as I said at the start of the interview, I think 
investing in a great product and great service is is the very is the most important thing you have to do. And I haven't mentioned this uh, previously in an interview yet, but just grinding, like doing the hard work. Um, there, there, you might be overwhelmed by the amount of competition there is out there, but. Um, for example, trying to battle people like Coca-Cola and Facebook and, and, and major corporations. In today's day and age, because of the online technology, it's actually very easy because these guys can take months and weeks or months or years even to make one decision. Whereas you, you can operate lean, you can operate with a small budget and there's not so many people, there's not much bureaucracy that's holding you back. So all you have to do is keep grinding, um, keep working hard, keep working smart and focusing on delivering fantastic products and services. And you can go to very tremendous places after that. Excellent. And also don't um, think that just because um, your competitor is probably ahead of you at this stage, um, there's any need to copy exactly what they do online. Um, As you say, just focus on your products and services, get the quality there to begin with. Then when you're ready to take it to market, um, that's you in a much better position to get that viral sharing and positive sentiment about what you do. Yep, definitely. And, and just, just to add to that, how you, how you mentioned, don't copy what the competitors are doing. I think there's a huge importance in creativity, um, especially when it comes to SEO. Um, SEO um, is, is definitely a technical art, but it, it shouldn't be limited to just keywords and just technical stuff. Um, that's why uh, my background is actually, before I became an SEO, I was a copywriter. So now I understand the importance of, of good language, of, of a good website design. So you really have to attach some creativity to to your art and 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 create make make good things basically great stuff and that well, can really help with your search results wonderful okay well i mean that takes us to the end of our discussion today so thank you so much for your time your focus and your willingness to give back what's the best way for our audience to find out more about you and what you do okay uh, first you can actually look visit our website um it's, it's www.studio-culture.com.au or you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is at uh, David Bobbis. So that's D-A-V-I-D-B-O-B-I-S. Lovely. Okay, well, thanks again, David. Thanks so much, David. Um, it was a pleasure talking to you. Digital Marketing Radio Digital Marketing Radio Digital Marketing Radio Digital Marketing Radio